Hello and welcome to Tech Takeaways, the podcast discussing big tech challenges in bite-sized chunks. I'm your host, Jason Fitzgerald, and I'm joined as ever with my dynamic co-hosts, Wayne Miller Hi. and Paul Stringfellow. Uh, so today's episode, we're looking at endpoint management. Uh, it's something that, uh, Wayne, uh, we've been uh, discussing quite a lot recently. Um, so we're going to bat that around today and, um, and hopefully give some key takeaways. We hope you enjoy. One of the key things that we seen or we didn't see when we done these optimization reports was the lack of adoption of Intune. Why is that? I think... And, and this is just my perspective on this. I, th- I think that people don't really get what Intune is. Um, a lot of uh, organizations, as as Paul's mentioned in a previous episode, they've they've got these kind of MDM solutions, so mobile device management, to be able so to So that includes out. laptops as well, MDM? Uh, I mean, it's not just a mobile, yeah, it's a mobile device. Yeah, laptops, mobile okay. devices, uh, desktops as well. Um, but in Intune um, uh, does an MDM element of it as well. Um, and com- companies may have already rolled one out. Um, so Intune may not be directly applicable to them. Um, but uh, when we look at the cost of kind of M365 licensing that already includes Intune. So what, is it the E3, E5, or is it included in premium? Yeah, Sorry it's, to put it's, you on the spot. it's included in, <laughs> I believe, business premium and then in the enterprise packs. Okay. Um, but it so is, most people uh, have it then? Um, yeah, a, a lot of people um, have it and don't realize they've got it. Okay. Um, but I, I mean, for, for me, one of the most powerful features of Intune is being able to uh, automatically provision devices through autopilot. Um, okay. So the way that this works is essentially we build up a uh, kind of not a gold image because it's not an image, um, but it's a, it's a collection of software and settings. Like a profile. A profile someone. of a device, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Um, and then we can ship a device directly from manufacturer to the end user. So we don't need to touch it and the IT team don't need to touch IT it. IT don't need to do anything okay. with it. All that happens is it goes direct from the vendor once it's ordered, direct to the end user. When the end user signs in, they receive the software, the settings. Because the policy is online. Yeah, sit there for half an hour, an hour, brings all the policy. Right, okay, Absolutely. I've got it. So, so, maybe there's a, so maybe there's a bit a step back we should take here for a moment because you asked a question at the start about people not adopting Intune. And actually, Jason said, so one of the reasons they don't adopt Intune is they've adopted something else okay. to do. But actually, one of the things we also see is they've adopted nothing. And so maybe yes. there's, a, a, there's a step back to take here and say, well, actually, why should we be concerned about managing our endpoints? Now, we've talked in previous episodes around the, the way that organizations have changed, the way that our IT infrastructure has changed. You know, today, uh, roll back five years, our IT infrastructure was often... Uh, we would go to an office and you would have enterprise IT with yep. access to enterprise IT support. So if something was wrong, you'd get on the phone, you know, you'd call Fred from down in the basement. Uh, you know, if you've seen the IT crowd, you know what IT, <laughs> uh, IT team looks like. Fred would come wandering up the stairs. He would sort the stuff out. But actually, once we all started, you know, working more remotely and, and actually even before 2020, when there was a huge shift, you know, caused by global events. But actually before that, there was already this shift around I want more flexible working capability. So I want to be able to work from wherever I am. I want to be able to work on different types of devices. And all of that needs managing. And why does it need managing? Mainly for security reasons. So you, you are looking at a cybersecurity threat because what we're giving these endpoint devices is access to our intellectual property, our key business systems, 
And if we're not managing them and having some level of control over them, then we are opening. They become the potential so, points of breach. So how, how well? How would you uh, not reintroduce, but introduce it into a, an environment where you've never had it before and you haven't got anything? Is it how easy is that to do? Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I think you need to look at uh, very specific use cases of it from the off because it's it's capable of doing a lot of things in June. And, and I think, you know, you need to be quite targeted with what it is that you're trying to do. And a lot of the engagements that myself and Paul work on are around cybersecurity. Um, okay. You know, so if, 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 if we take this notion of if we rewind enterprise IT by, you know, 10 years, it's everything's behind a nice firewall, it's perimeter protected, and it's a walled garden. No one can get into that walled garden, and it's, it's, it's nice and protected. But as we've moved towards this kind of modern workplace, more interconnected with cloud services, that perimeter is... Is kind of disappeared. Dis yeah. We need to look at not only how do we secure the data wherever it is in M365 or in Azure, for example, but how do we make sure that the devices that are accessing that data, because ultimately, you know, if your data is in SharePoint online and, and you're just using a username or password to get in, then anyone can get into that data. And, and, we, and we don't want anyone to get into that data. So we can set um, policies in Intune that says, if the device is compliant, and compliant takes, you know, if it's a known device, so if it's a known corporate device, it's being updated, it's got up-to-date antivirus software on it, and it's logging in from a named location, so an office. Okay, so we can look at the geography of where the device is, you know, if, it, if it gets, yeah. a, you know, into another country, you can't have access to our yeah. corporate or, or, data. Or, or we can mark the device as non-compliant until it is back into a known location. Okay. So, I mean, non-compliant, you would probably mark it as non-compliant if if it's not being updated or if the antivirus engine is showing as like uh, there's, there's a virus on it and the health of the device isn't good. You'd mark it as non-compliant and therefore deny any access to access corporate data. Okay. Because the opportunity there is if we don't do that for ransomware to get into corporate data. So for me, I think that cybersecurity is probably the starting point with, with a lot of companies within June as a way to bolster and control access to M365 data. So that's, uh, that's a policy that you would apply. Um, yeah. So if someone sat here today going, I haven't used Intune, um, I can see all the benefits to it. They've got to look at the policies that they need to apply to their business. They've got to create the policies. They've got to deploy the policies, and then they're becoming compliant. Yeah, but but we can help with that as well. Okay. You know, myself and Paul have delivered a lot of these projects where we we work with the with the, the customer. From I think a, you've rolled out 30,000 devices at the start of COVID. During lockdown. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, you know, we, we, we work to understand what it is that the customer needs from a, a security, and then we can help implement that from a technical perspective. Well, you asked before about how easy is it to enroll devices into a into a solution like that, you know. And Retrospectively, about, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. we're talking about Intune a lot here, but actually, you know, there's a there's a broad you know, for for people who've got Intune access, Intune's a really good platform for doing this. Yeah. But you know, there's a there's a broad set of capabilities around this. So, you know, maybe maybe there's a couple of questions, isn't there? In this one is why should we be doing this? And I think Jason's covered a lot of that in, in really good detail there in terms of understanding what are the devices that are accessing my infrastructure and knowing that those devices are updated and under some control. But we've also got this other challenge around bring your own device. So people wanting to use their own devices to, you know, to, to access these kind of things. So, so there are other 
there, there are other extensions to that kind of capability that can allow you to look after, bring your own device. Because when we're talking about enrollment, there's two things to think about. There's the devices that you as an organization own, so you can enforce a certain type of enrollment. You know, you talked earlier on about Windows Autopilot. Well, one of the things with Autopilot is you automatically enroll into Intune. And actually, if you are moving to 365 and those devices already exist inside of your um, Azure on-premises uh, directory, you can kind of automatically enroll them into Intune through, through doing yeah. that as well. But beyond that, you can also manually enroll those devices, normally through a relatively simple methodology. You can send them a, to, to a link. Actually, first-time devices access Microsoft 365. Well, one of the things that you get the option to is that when you open you know, your copy of Word, it will ask you, do you want your, com your, your company offers management of this pretty much? Do you want to enroll your device? And you can either say, yes, enroll my device, or you might just say, actually, no, just let me have access to, mm. to this application. And then that's the same with mobile devices, because actually mobile devices are often a bigger challenge in this that we've, you know, lots of people have got mobile devices. And while companies might give out mobile devices, loads of people say, well, yeah, I want to use my latest iPhone or my latest Samsung phone. I don't really want to use this cheap one that you've bought me because yeah. it's not cool and my friends will laugh at me. <laughs> You know, and, and, and there's all these kind of things that you have to think about, but but getting that kind of management around those devices. Let's say there's this kind of probably almost there's probably almost two different discussions here. How do you deal with corporate devices that you're looking after and how do you deal yeah. with the bring your own device thing? So maybe maybe that's another episode for another time, but but understanding what your endpoints are doing and applying some level of control. You know, for, for companies who are taking cybersecurity seriously, and Jason's absolutely right, is a, the reason you do this is cybersecurity normally. You know, making cyber sure that, essentials, cyber essentials plus is that this is where it plays a big part to help people. Yeah, I, th I think the policy based approach, you know, within an organization is always uh, best to have, you know, have, define, a po define a policy first and then use technology to support that policy. Okay. I think if, if, if you start with the technology, you almost end up changing what is required to suit the technology, and I think that's that's the wrong way to, to to look at it. Okay. Well, we spoke to someone last week who was starting with the policies, and he said he was going to send them across, and then we can help him write the policies from yeah. a technology perspective. Yeah, so exactly. Okay, that's a good uh, place I to mean, start. And you, and you asked, you know, and if you took, look about things like cyber uh, cyber essentials plus specifically. They've got requirements in there around endpoint management, around yeah. compliance, making sure they're patched. You know, and so you you are going to need some kind of tools to be able to do that. But even if you're not pursuing those kind of uh, you know those kind of certifications, yeah, I mean, I I would always recommend to people that you've got to know this stuff. You, you've got to. We, we've talked on previous shows about having insight and the the difference that some level of insight gives you in terms of decisions that you can make to ensure that you're running your IT. You know, you're optimizing your IT to deliver the best for your business. And it's the same with endpoint devices. Knowing the kind of endpoint devices, knowing what they're doing, allows you to get insight into the kind of things you need to consider as a company, but also to make sure that you are securing your, your, your key intellectual property, your, your, your business assets. You know, I, I talk about this a lot. You know, IT is a business asset in the same way buildings, people, and cars are. So treat it accordingly. And, and often, actually, it doesn't get seen like that. It's just, it's a cost center. It's just something, do we have to spend on IT? You know, but actually, sometimes treat it as an asset in the same way that you treat other assets in the business and invest in it properly, you know. And I, and I think... You know, say we, we talked about Intune before. If you've got Intune licenses and you're not using Intune and you're not using anything else, then 
you know, you really should consider that. And actually, if you are using something else, then, you know, we, we've talked on previous episodes about that kind of optimization, cost optimization. This is a great use case for that, actually. And, you know, we talked about that, that kind of really big project that, that we did um, you know, during lockdown. Part of that shift was to move from a third-party tool because of the cost savings that that gave that organization. And at that kind of scale, that's not an insignificant cost mm. saving. And it allowed them to invest in, in other areas of IT. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hugely important area to, to make sure that, that we deal with and, and have some level of management control over. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a great takeaway to, to end this episode on. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed uh, listening. Uh, as always, uh, you can find us on the uh, uh, podcast provider of your choosing. Hit subscribe. You'll get um, updates as they come out. And if there's anything that you want us to to cover, we're at podcast.gardenersystems.co.uk. If, if Any feedback, if, if you, if you want to just say hi, Wayne, Jace, Stringy, just, just do so. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks for listening.